Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Opening day is among us. It's tomorrow for some teams, not all of them. Let's talk about some baseball. D minus intro. Higher. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, the last episode of the offseason, I believe, and what a doozy of an offseason it was. It's brought to you by SeatGeek, myself, Jimmy, we got Jake sitting across the table from me, Trevor Plouffe back from the dead in California, producer BBD in the corner, brought to you by SeatGeek. As always, also special announcement that this will not be the only live stream from this channel today on the YouTube. Uh, Make sure you come back, I believe, around 6.30 Eastern time. Trevor Plouffe will be making his World Series prediction. Last year, he got it correct. He's the prophet, and he's going to give it again on a live stream presented by DraftKings tonight. Was supposed to be in person, but he got Ebola or E. coli. What did you get? I think I got both of them. I'm still feeling a little under the weather, but I'm, I'm playing through it. Uh, we had a nice little team meeting this morning. I did my baseball today. Uh, but, yes, I am locked in with the pick. I think five people on the planet now know it. You two are not part of that. BBD also not part of that, unless there were some leaks but I'm hoping there wasn't. Uh, I am. I'm, I'm very excited. I think people are going to be, you know, like I think they're going to buy this to my pick. Okay. Mm, okay. Mm. Uh, as soon as your pick is live, you will be able to go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app immediately after the announcement and uh, bet it. And you'd be a fool not to because it hit last year. So if it hits two years in a row and you didn't do that, you're going to feel even if you put a dollar down, whatever it is. I mean, if you hit again, Trev. And someone didn't turn their dollar into one hundred dollars or whatever it is. Yes, like it's just going to be a bad time. I'd, I'd like to point out force gambling in, on anyone, but <laughs> you might want to put a penny down on this. In twenty twenty, I picked the Rays, and and they did not win the World Series because Kevin Cash took Blake Snell out yes, of the game. Yes, yes, yes. But they yes. were in the World Series, so you know there's some some history there. Some history. Jake, how are you doing? James, Trev, BBD, what's going on, chat? Opening day of baseball in 25 hours. 25 hours. Exciting stuff. And yeah, we, like Jim mentioned, you know, last talking baseball off season podcast episode, but we do have Trev's prediction tonight. So we'll see you guys there. Be a lot of fun. Uh, Trev, the outfit he has picked out, you guys are going to go nuts. You guys are going to go nuts. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, I'm juiced up. I mean, bummer about our Yanks. Uh, Yanks got pushed from Thursday to Friday. Uh, tough weekend. Tough JM week, if we're being honest. We got punched in the dick a little bit. Me and Jimbo both have weddings. Rosie, we initially wanted him out for opening day. He's going on some sexcapade or something. Trev's Trev's got the ease uh, just up and down his body. It's leaking onto my face a little bit. Uh, crazy opening week at John Boy Media, but excited. The baseball's back, man. I'm sad. Jimmy's sad. Uh, I'm not going to be able to watch hype. opening day <laughs> <Get hype. laughs> for the first time in 20 years. 
because I'm on a plane. Well, it happens. Fucking lockout. Then they, then they, so there's no lockout. It's the second weekend. Sure, I can fly during that. Then the lockout happens. Then they say we're canceling the first two weeks. So I say, yeah, let's go to the wedding. You know, either it's, doesn't look like there's going to be baseball at all. And they come back and they say, no, that's now opening weekend. I'm like, all right, well, I fly Friday. So this is perfect. Thursday, opening day, fly Friday, watch Saturday, Sunday in Cali. Now, rain out, not going to be able to watch opening day of my team for the first time. And I counted 20 years. It's two days. It's very sad. It's two days on my calendar that I've never missed. Christmas, opening day. I'm sad. Maybe, maybe you're going to get a little bit of it on the plane. There, there are TVs now on these planes. Maybe it's MLB maybe. network. So, I, mm. so maybe they might have it. Yeah. Where are you flying? I'm not. I'm not going to ask you for your flight Let's info, but calls. hopefully, for your uh, sake, they do have it. I don't know my flight info, so okay. So sad. We got some baseball news this morning. Some interesting baseball news. Mm. Did you guys hear? J-Ram? Mm. We thought Trader Joe's might have hooked him. Thought he might be on the move. Turns out they were they're trying to trade him really bad. And then and then they decided, oh, never mind. We'll sign him to an extension. They had zero dollars on the books after this year. Now they have what did he get? J-Ram with the Guardians? Five one twenty four. So he'll be there. Biggest this year contract the Guardians have ever given out. Yeah. I think it's the first $100 million contract they've ever given out. By more than double. Edwin was their leader in the clubhouse with 60 yeah. mil. Trev, I'm, I ran a little hot on this earlier. I've come down, but I, I want to hear what you've got, Big Daddy. This is your guy. Yeah, no, I, I saw this guy blossom into the player that he's become, which is, you know, an elite player in Major League Baseball. And that's like not a statement that I toss around. I don't just give the elite status around like he really is. And I don't think he's underrated. I think he's, um, I said this earlier on baseball today, like, and I forgot what I said. Mm. He's under the radar. How about that? Okay. And, but I think it's good for the guardians, dude, because these things can turn around quickly. Like if you trade Jose Ramirez, your fan base is now like, what are we doing? But you keep him and you maybe can build around him. I looked at the free agent class next year. There's a few guys, but like they've always been able to develop pitching. You have J Ram now that you're going to build around your on your offensive side. Uh, so go get some guys. Like I think that they can turn this around rather quickly. Uh, C Rose did say that the Padres were hot on him. He wouldn't, he said he talked to somebody with the Padres and said what they offered. He wouldn't tell me exactly who it was. So maybe if you guys go tag C-Rose and ask him, what was mm. that trade that didn't go down? Um, but it didn't end up happening. And I think the Guardians said, you know what? If this wasn't going to happen, let's sign him up. Let's do this. And I think it's the right move. couple things. Uh, congrats, Jose Ramirez. Uh, there's, there's still an argument that that contract extension is a bit of a bargain for the numbers this guy puts up. Um, I forgot it's still it's an extension so he still has the option next year so that's uh, one of his prime years Um, so I I started comparing it to some judge stuff in Yankee land because everyone every Yankee fan is hoping that extension drops Uh, the judge extension would probably be a little bit bigger because of that prime year on J Ram's current deal Um, I was just a little frustrated um, 
for Guardians fans, we talked about it in their preview, uh, that this team, you're right, Trev, not only can things change fast in baseball, especially if one or two young guys take a leap, like that that changes the whole dynamic. I mean, there's a couple smaller moves that this team could have done that I just feel like we would have talked about them so much more exciting in the in the AL Central, especially with the retooled Twins. And, you know, Trev, you come back at us, uh, rightfully so sometimes. We're tough on the AL Central. There's just been a couple years where the big dog in the Central hasn't gotten challenged, and in recent years we do feel like that's affected their playoff success. Where if, if the Indians, the Guardians, excuse me, even if they took a couple flyers on guys like Jack Peterson or some some MLB vets that still have that potential to give you a full season around Fran Mill and Jose Ramirez and, and some of the other guys, you could really start to buy into this team. Because like we've talked about, as an organization of creating baseball players and pitchers, they've been pretty good. Um, so it just sucks that, think about that direction. It was either trade Jose Ramirez and get prospects or lock them up lock them up to the deal that they were okay with giving like they that almost shows it wasn't a like well we're going for it these next 2 years um so i i don't know i guess i the direction of the guardians and some of their payroll stuff still drives me nuts i'm happy for jose ramirez man that guy's got 100 mil coming his way he is one of the best players in baseball it's locked up that's secured and i'm happy for guardians fans for locking up their guy but i there's just a there's just a little twinge that like you could have added two free agents or so you know and not like bag bag guys like 8 10 million dollar a year guys that you could really look at this guardians team and get excited and that's just not how this front office operates so uh, a little emotional roller coaster for me. He apparently wanted to stay in Cleveland. That's why it's a friend, team friendlier deal. I mean, Chapman just signed his extension. I think was twenty five mil a year for two years, and this comes out to twenty four point eight mil a year for J Ram in the in the five year extension. I was trying to rack my head around that. Like, Manny, he's getting 30 a year, right, when he was younger and, and longer contract. Different thing, but I'm trying to think about all these shortstops just got pretty good money. Machado? Well, what are you talking about? Manny got 30 at third baseman. Manny Machado. But yeah. this offseason. the Seager, Simeon. Yeah, all of their yearly was higher than... But he just eight, didn't right? have the lever- he didn't have the leverage. He's he got two go more years agency. before they have to do yeah. anything. I know. He did get a full no trade clause. That means something. Does, now, if you're gonna waive I'm- your no trade clause, there's a lot of things you could work into the next team that you know uh that they'll have to do for you. So maybe that's what he's he thinking. He yeah, yeah, it's just I don't know. What was the AAV, James? You said it? It's twenty four point eight a year. So look, I, yeah, I think money's it's a money, thing. but if this guy has repeats his last two years or hits or hits for his, you know, MLB average the next two years. He's going to be 30 years old as a free agent. I mean, I think he gets more money, but he bet, but I guess comfort and just having it locked up is a thing. I'm surprised that he took this. I'm not, I'm not surprised because like I said, there are two blank years in front of you, not blank years, but two years where, you know, you don't have the control and a lot of things can happen in those years. And yeah, you can take out an insurance policy and say, I'm, I'm going to be worth this. So I'll pay this and guarantee myself. 
at least some chunk of change if I do get hurt. And it's not really, there's really aren't many career ending injuries as a position player. It's more for pitchers to do that. But I think when you can say, you know what, I'm going to make, you know, whatever it is now, um, probably 175 million he'll end up making in his career. Like a guy coming from the DR, um, that, that it's just, it, it's enough. And he, and he likes, he's comfortable where he's at. I think it was for him almost a no brainer. It's nice locked up money, but we heard the Chapman rumor of yeah. him, him turning down pretty decent money. You know, people get yeah. floated offers a lot. I, I would have guessed he wanted out and wanted to get traded I, and then play himself into a huge. So I'm just, it's up to him. He could do whatever he wants. I'm just, I'm just surprised that yeah. this is what he wanted. Cause I, I, I think people need to realize like that. Not realize they know, but um, you know, when you do come from a place, uh, when you come from Venezuela or the Dominican, that dollar is going to go a lot longer over there. And I don't want teams to try to exploit that. And I don't think agents let that happen. Uh, but I think when I, he just wanted to be secure, man, he's 30 years old yeah. now, almost like he wanted to be secure. I, I get that. I'm just surprised he yeah. wanted to stay in there's, Cleveland. There's two years yeah. of risk. There's two years of risk that basically he's achieved a lifelong goal already. And I, I know we throw around underrated, overrated, stuff like that around. Mostly underrated because we like hyping guys up, if I'm being completely honest. Go look at this dude's stat page. He's on, he's on track for the Hall of Fame. Uh, like, like two more prime years. This guy's a Hall of Fame baseball player. Um, so, dude, what a win for the Guardians. And, yeah, I just – those two years of risk. And like we're also saying, I laughed in the shower this morning because I was like, he, like, he likes Cleveland? Um, but just picture being from the Dominican Republic and then you're living in Cleveland. Maybe he doesn't want to live in other towns. He found a home there. He's been there for a while. Like with all the trade rumors swirling and everything around him too. Like they will continue to swirl with this contract. You, if he went somewhere else, if he went somewhere else for two years and didn't have the same level of success, then what kind of extension is he looking at? He's at what he knows. Um, I mean, Good for him, and yeah, it's just those two years of risk, and that's why I mentally I was comparing it to Aaron Judge before, but you can't because there's there's two years that next that next year another year in his prime at thirteen million. Yeah. Hey, I'll say this for the people in Cleveland: I've had many a fun nights in Cleveland. Mm. So Jake and I had it kind of gets a bad rap. How about that? You're right. We watched uh, Prince Fielder hit a grand slam in Cleveland. And there was firework night as well. I mean, I wasn't Ooh. there, but I'm glad oh you had fun. Oh, my gosh. Fireworks. Oh, yeah, you weren't That's there. So, uh, it was on a cross-country road trip. Tough. Maybe he really likes the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It was with Kraus. I also had a good night in Cleveland. Uh, it was Garrett Schmidt. He came through. Nice. That's what I'm saying, it's like the dude. only time Maybe we've hung J-Ram's out. Maybe J-Ram's just like found a little hidden gem there. Only time we've hung out since high school. The bar scene, this was in 2009, so but the bar scene outside the stadium was nice. Oh, yeah. From stadium to stadium, Cleveland is an awesome like six blocks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. a nice area. That place is great. Okay, we're in on Cleveland. Casino? Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, I'm out on the casino because I've never won money there. It's out on the casino. That's why you got to go next time. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Mm. I'm in. I'm back in on the casino. We got a new sponsor here. Mm-hmm. It's Athletic Greens. Jake and I have uh, dabbled in the Athletic Greens space before some Blitzball games. Helps us out. Helps us out a ton. Uh, you know. What is it, you may ask? Well, with one delicious scoop of AG1, 
You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, and probiotics. Help you start your day right, Trev. A lot of people, a lot of athletes taking athletic greens. If you're not athletic, yes. you can still take it, but I don't know, you know. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health. Mm. Trev needs that. Your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all the things. I gave it to my baby recently started walking. Mm. That was nuts. That was awesome. Contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no tasty chemicals or any artificial anything while still tasting good. It costs you less than $3 a day, so you're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Shots fired at my cold brew habit. Mm. Yeah. Uh Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. Could use some water right now. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash baseball. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash baseball to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All right. Athletic Greens. AG. Welcome to the club. I need it. Yeah. Let's go, AG. Send me a package out here. AG, so AG name of my boss at Domino's. You lose a couple pounds? Dude, up in 191 this morning. You look, you look good, slightly more evil. The skinnier you get, the more evil you get. I think that's it, right? Yeah. yeah. Jake said you look like a uh, evil, uh, evil youth, soccer coach. youth soccer coach. That's your like vibe. You, right it, like I, you're I'm the a soccer, soccer coach. Right now. Like the yeah. town hired you to teach the nine year olds, and you're in a league that yeah. every other coach is just a dad of a kid. You're French. Yeah, I'm like they hired me to coach yeah. the team. You're French. Yes. Yeah, and you're you're foreign. Yeah. My agent. This is back to baseball. Okay. Nez Bilelo, Shohei Otani's agent. He's a pretty good player. Coached my – he was a coach for hire. He was that evil coach to my brother mm. growing up. Then he became my agent. Now he's Shohei's agent. And he won't return my phone calls, but whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Shout out, Nez. Whatever. Do you guys want to talk about the opening day starters? You're dialed yes. on this. I think it's interesting to just – to just go around the league, tell you who's, star, who's got the pill. Mm. Some people are doing it for the first time ever. That's an honor. I'll go through them. If you guys have anything you want to say, you can say it. Jose Barrios Ooh. is mm. the opening day starter for the Blue Jays at home versus the Texas Rangers. It's his third time getting the opening day start. John Means for the Orioles. That makes sense. What order? What order are you going in? If you don't mind me asking, whatever order this website is has oh, it in. Okay. No idea what that is. Uh, he's going to go up against Shane McClanahan. First time opening day starter for his race. Future of the race. He's pretty good. Did you mention Texas's opening day starter? Uh, no. For some reason, they don't have that there. But I think it's uh, our guy. No, no, he's getting the home start. I believe. Oh, I thought he was getting the. I thought Hearn was getting the home opener start. Taylor Hearn starting the home opener. John Gray will be the opening day pitcher for Texas. John Gray versus Jose Barrios. So good day for the J names. Jose, John, and John so far. Okay. Shane McClanahan. 
In New York, it's going to be Garrett Cole versus Nathan Avaldi. Cole's fourth time, Avaldi's third time. The last time Cole pitched, he was facing off against Nathan Avaldi. Last time the Yankees played, they were facing. It was the same exact matchup. It's kind of a storyline there. That's cool. In the Central, the Royals, Zach Granke. Mm. It's just like a reminder. Like, oh, yeah, not only he's there, he's their guy now. He's top. It's his sixth time versus Shane Bieber for the Guardians, his third time. Uh, for the Tigers, Erod, and it's his first time. Mm. So claps for Erod. Another first timer is Joe Ryan mm. for yes. Trev's Twins. Trev, you got any like you got the inside on this guy? What's going on? Just throw, he throws the the high ball. Ball doesn't come down. Actually, I saw a video, you know, like the spring training side profile videos that the reporters take of the bullpen sessions. Yes, 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 yes. James, you love those. So uh, I saw a couple of days. them. And, you know, this one angle, you know, it was a real good angle. You know those, Jake. Mm. You could really just see it. You could see it just when guys have that little rise, you know, it's not rise, but it just stays up. You can kind of just see the way they get out there and get extended. That's what he does. Gets the extension, gets the rise. I'm excited to watch him pitch through a full season with the twins and man, like they're uh, like kind of need him. So like, this is nice. Has any pitcher this, has, this has, has had to happen in the history of baseball, but first ever MLB start is opening day that it has had to have happened at some point. Right. Their first start was an opening day start? Yeah, because this is Joe Ryan's fifth start ever in his career. He'll be or the first sixth. pitcher since Jose Guzman with the 86 Rangers to make an opening day start within his first six career starts. Does anyone, does it go on to say anyone who did it? No, that's that's it. There's got to be someone who's done that, I wonder. Uh, I mean, they... The White Sox, Lucas Giolito. Mm. They're doing this by division, Jake. I get it now. Okay. Lucas Giolito, it's his third opening day start. Claps to him. Our guy. Yeah. Well, only three claps. In the West, Frankie Montes, his second. And Shohei Otani, his first ever opening day start for Shohei. That's really exciting. And what the Angels and the Dodgers mm-hmm. have been doing is really exciting. My Angel fans are awesome. getting rowdy. <laughs> getting yeah, rowdy. Angel fans are nuts right now. Yeah. They are jumping up and They're down. Out of control. I feel like I started I mean, a forest fire. They've been rowdy. They're a rowdy bunch. Not like this. Well, I don't blame them, dude. Imagine yes. having to root for that team when you have a guy like Mike Trout, and then you get Shohei, and you're like, can we get some fucking pitching? And it took this long. And now, look, they signed a shitload of pitchers. I hope it works out for them. And Shohei's uh, winning the Cy Young, which I've said, noted many Framber, times. by the way, versus Shohei, which is Ooh, two different, plus two different kinds of sexy. That's a what do you <laughs> yeah. like, ladies? Yeah, girls. Girl, and a lot of guys. Not, a girl's not dating them back to back. And if if she is, she's getting a lot of like, what what's going on? What is your type? It's two different kinds of sex. She goes, she goes for straight personality. I like this girl. Okay. It's vibage. She's it's not, not dating you. You're too middle. Looks. You don't, you don't lean either way. Enough. I love that matchup. That's probably my favorite matchup right there. 
It's gonna be the that's gonna be the nightcap. That's gonna be fun. Might get silly on Twitter a little late. Mm, yeah, you need a drink with that matchup, mm. don't you? Maybe a little. I'm not gonna say it. Trev, would you rather? Why face... you don't like McClanahan versus Means? I do. It's <laughs> a, a good one. I do. Whose face? Who would you rather face? I mean, Trevor, you'd rather face Framber just because he's a lefty. Oh my God! Yeah, heavy show. Hey, you don't want to see that like splitter yeah. and hundred miles an hour? No, yeah. I don't want that. Okay. Joe Ryan will be facing off against Robbie Ray, also getting his first opening day start. So both of them, first time Mariners uh, twins. That that got postponed already, right? It did. Yes. Yeah. Uh, great job. The Rangers are tossing John Gray out there, uh, as we noted earlier. And now let's go to the National League. The Braves, mm. Max Freed, our guy, our guy, on a uh, toe in the slab this week. Yeah, on toe in the slab. It's his second opening day start, uh, and he did it last year, so two in a row. For the Marlins, Sandy Alcantara, mm. Arcanta. It's his third time. Seems high to me, but he's been around. Patrick Corbin gets the start for the Nats. It's his second time. Is it going up against Scherzer potentially with a rainout? I think Scherzer was supposed to pitch the second game of the series, so if they get rained out, I feel like Scherzer gets the pill. Isn't that an Apple TV game? The Friday Night Mets game, as noted by Steve Cohen, will be on Apple TV free for all users. Ooh. Is it every Friday? They're, it's not every Mets game. It's They have a game every Friday. They have a right? game every Friday. I think this first one is free. And so if Thursday gets it. rained out, tomorrow gets rained out, yes, I believe Scherzer probably will pitch. Got to, right? Yeah, either way, he's going to be on that Friday night game. There you go. Why are they? Whatever. Okay. They should not put games behind a payroll. Mm. A paywall? Yeah. I don't do I I have to check if I have Apple TV. I'm not sure I do. I think I do. I think I do. Is Apple Plus? Is, is that the if, same if thing? If you're out of market, is it just gonna be on MLB TV and you just get the that link? We'll find out. I'm watching some guy on my this website I'm on. Interesting. He's talking. There's no volume, but I hate him. Oh, okay. What's he look like? And I think, I don't know. I'm just going to scroll past okay. him. Okay. That was a close call. Mm. Oliver, Oliver Perez made the Diamondbacks. 40 years old. Aaron Nola is getting the start for Phillies. It's his fifth yeah. That's opening good. day start. His I like that. Fifth. He's the real deal, dude. This is a no-brainer, Corbin Burns. Mm. First, though. So the two Cy Young winners get the pill on opening day, and it, and that makes sense, obviously. But both their first opening day uh, start. Who, who was the Brewers opening day start last year? Woodruff? Woodruff, yeah. Woodruff and Burns. Mm. Oh, no. He'll be is going up against... Woodruff now? Freddie next yeah. year. He'll be going up against Kyle Hendricks, Cubs Brewers. Third opening day start. That'll be the first game. Hendricks. 220. Yeah, no. that'll be the first game now. Eastern Standard time. Cardinals at Pirates, or no, it's uh, Pirates at Cardinals. Adam Wainwright, his sixth versus JT Brubaker, his first. 
snapping curves. And uh, Freed will be facing off of, with versus Molly. Uh, he gets the start for the re- for the Reds because Castillo's got shoulder soreness, so Molly gets the nod. First opening day start, and then Mad Bum his eighth. That might be the most. That might be the guy who's got mm-hmm. done it the most. Mad Bum gets his eighth uh, opening day start. Uh, he will be going up against you, Darvish. That's a matchup that's great four years ago. Hey. It is. I think it's good now. It was great four years ago. I agree, James. Yeah, it's not anything shocking. They're both having huge bounce back years. I'd love that. Huge what? Bounce back years. Walker Bueller, also his first opening day. He's a guy named uh, Kershaw there for a while. Logan Webb, also his first opening day start. That's cool. Kyle Freeland for the Rockies. And it says the Mets hadn't been announced yet, but I think it was going to be like McGill, but I think that it's going to get rained out now, and then it probably Scherzer versus Corbin, which is a fun fun thing. So a lot of first-time opening day starters. You just got me so hyped to watch fucking baseball, dude. I know we are the number one labor pod, and we do what we have to do in times of desperation, but look, this is talking baseball. I don't want to talk lawyers. I don't want to talk freaking legalities anymore. We're done with that shit. Five years of labor peace. Let's go. It's just straight up ball talk now, James. And you made it move a little bit. Okay. There's something cool about getting the pill on opening day. There's something cool about opening day. I'll be on a plane for the Yanks. I won't be able to watch it. I'm pissed off. If you want to go, you want to get some last second tickets. Mm. SeatGeek still probably has them. Go to the app, use code JOHNBOY, and you can get $20 off. Actually, it's code TALKIN, T-A-L-K-I-N. You can get $20 off your first order. You know, there's probably some still available. $20 off your first purchase with the promo code TALKIN, T-A-L-K-I-N. Make sure you click the link in the description to download the app. They'll let you know if they're good seats, if they're bad seats, all about them. What cities go all out for opening day? Like, I know... um, Detroit does. It's like a ho- it's like a, a holiday there. Um, like I know the Yankees. Like New York doesn't. New York's too big to get overtaken by anything besides like the marathon, maybe because it just closes traffic down. Uh, obviously, it's a big deal. Like people have fun, but Jake's lived in opening day is opening day. Colorado, yeah. My my rocks roll it out. Uh, like you're saying, it's you know it's basically fifty fifty if you're talking to one of your coworkers that day. Like, oh, I'm going. It's a local holiday. Same Dallas. It's a little different. It's it's a shit show. It's insane. Uh, my buddy Jared sends me videos every year. I, I mean, they just do it Texas style. Like they've got this party bus and there's luges and amps. Like it's it's closer to a music festival than what you picture opening day baseball. Um, but they get Dallas and Fort Worth, so you get a mix there. But the Bay Area, their days. I li- I lived there. It was it wasn't it wasn't like a parade day or anything like that um when i lived in illinois i was young so i don't remember but i don't think it's the same wrigley's gotta be yeah wrigley's gotta be you would think it could be so cold yeah but i know that any yeah it's anywhere with cold weather because this is like this is this is spring this is baseball's here it's supposed to mark the start of you know when the weather gets better yeah i remember i mean people in minnesota are lined up like so Arlington, very so early. Someone said San Francisco and Oakland go hard for opening day, but in com- that's they don't in comparison to what we're talking about. Like if you talk to people from Michigan, people that won't watch another game, 
go out and celebrate opening day. Yes. Like they leave their office to celebrate yes. opening day and they won't watch or know the result of another game of the season. It's And that's not how it is in New York and that's not how it is in uh, uh, Oakland or San Francisco where I lived. I don't know. Does LA? LA is also too crazy. Mm-hmm. Some people are yeah, saying St. Louis. Not, it's not like that. Because you can't St. tailgate Louis, or anything either. So it's, it's Yeah, I've heard St. Louis. I was just going to ask, Atlanta. Well, Toronto is a good one. Toronto is a really, they're gonna really go good one. They're going to go nuts this year. year. Holy yeah. smokes. Uh, Any special day in Toronto, yeah. like, it doesn't matter what it is. Like, it's if it's a special day, like Canada Day or opening day, it is fucking nuts. Plus this Blue Jays squad, the expectations exactly. and coming full house back from Covey and stuff. That's going to be. Is Atlanta doing like rings and stuff? I think they play at home opening night. Probably. So expect that game not to start on time. But yeah, they should. They should give out rings. Sometimes they don't do it on opening day. Sometimes they do it a little later in the season because they know right. they're going to sell tickets on opening day, but they don't know they're going to sell tickets on April 15th. You know, so then they just do the ring yeah. ceremony another day because it's another marquee event. Let's see, quick. Jake, can can I um, interest you in a little nugget that I found from Braves Ashland last night? April 11th looks like our ring ceremony. Uh, Sounds good. Okay. Actually, I'll Saturday, just... April. I'm getting conflicting results. What do you have from our girl, Ashland? There is a cheeseburger that you can buy that's $20,000 or $25,000 that comes with a World Series ring. I heard Moylan got two. I thought you'd be interested in that. Yeah. I am. Just the burger. That's tough, man. Do they put it in the meat? It's like a surprise. (laughs) I dig through. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want like a, like, I don't know. Even if it's like an exact... World Series ring, it's not. It's not a World Series. Like, what are you ring, doing right? at that point? You know, like well, I think it's, some people are really rich from crypto. It's su- Bitcoin people <laughs> doing this. It's super cool that organizations like you know you talk to a lot of people within the Braves organization who get rings and like you know they're people that book the travel. Like, guess yeah, they deserve to get a ring. Like they were a part of the team that got everything done that year to like. To buy a World Series ring, I don't know. That doesn't feel right. No. Unless you get it at a pawn shop, then it feels right. Right, that's fair game. Mm-hmm. Loose ball. BBD found the the baseball reference for players who made their debut on opening day. Mm. Do you want to oh. hear? There's three guys who did it. One is a Hall of Famer. Okay. The other, and the other two are not. The most recent is like 1940. Oh, okay. So it's not in your lifetime. So it's not Steven Strauss. It's got. No. This needs is to it happen. So, is it someone, someone that came over from the Negro Leagues? Uh, no, I don't believe. No, I have the three names here. Uh, you will know one of them. Two of them have the same nickname, mm. and one of those is the one you're going to know. We Whitey have, Ford. No, but same Lefty team. Lefty Grove. Yes, Lefty Grove. Jake nailed it. Lefty Grove made Lefty his Gomez. debut uh, April 14th, Philadelphia Athletics versus Boston. He went 3.2 innings pitched, 
allowed six hits and four earned runs. Bad start. It's tough. Defense let him down that day. His team did come back and win nine to eight at the end of the game. So great job by him. If you want to do a quick teammate name check real quick, just because there's probably some fun ones. Max, Jimmy, Frank, Stan, Red, Eddie, Bill, Al, Bing, Miller, Jim, Chick, Galloway, a cheater, Cy Perkins, Lefty Grove. The other guy is Al Gerhauser, Mm. also nicknamed Lefty. He also got lit up, four innings pitched, five earned runs, so we're not looking good. And then Jim Bagby, two-time All-Star, six innings pitched, three earned runs. So maybe that's the best one. We have some Dodgers fans in the chat saying that Fernando Valenzuela's first start was on opening day, but he did make some relief appearances prior. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Looks like 10 games in 1980 and then 1981. He was the uh, opening day starter. Fernando Valenzuela. That legend Complete. still in L.A., man. I mean, yeah. I, I haven't looked at this game log in a while for Fernando. Have you ever looked at his game log His that season when he f- started starting? His first the, eight games, eight complete games. He went the distance in his first eight games uh, and allowed four earned runs over the course of those 72 innings pitched. And the Dodgers won every single game. I mean, that's a that's like a sneaky sports go back in time and relive something. Holy smokes! Oh my god, I'm looking at it right now. The game log from his 1981 season. I mean, you could go because there's another complete game on June 1st. So out of his first 12 starts, he had um, eight complete games. With a one nine zero ERA, and the team went nine and two. He gave up seven runs in three and two thirds, and his ERA ballooned to one eight nine. Yeah, the Braves, the Braves got him. Those it was muggy. It was in Atlanta. It was hot. Maybe it was a little slippery. No, whatever, Fernando. Yeah. And it was a single fest, man. No one even got extra base hits. Fly ball, single, single, walk, single, ground out, single, single, hit by pitch, and they took him out of the game. My brother used to play against, I think, his son in high school, and he would come to the games, and, like, dude, like, people would just not leave this guy alone. Just wouldn't leave him alone. And he had to, like, go, like, walk and, like, go, like, away from everybody because he's a fucking legend. Yeah. We did have a trade. Uh, let's talk about the one of the bigger, a big, a decent sized trade that happened uh, in baseball. Brought to you by Roman, because a lot of teams they said we're not ready for the season. We got to make some trades. We talked about it while you were gone, Trev. A lot of the trades were just one guy for one guy, no money, no prospects, like very basic, simple trades, just because they just were not ready for the season, mm. and it was coming quick. So if you need to come quick and be ready. You got to go to getroman.com slash talking. And if you're prescribed, you get $15 off your first month of ED treatment. 
ED is more common than most people think. In fact, 52% of men between the ages 40 and 70 will experience some form of ED. So when that moment for intimacy arrives, you got to be ready. Roman's system is completely confidential and totally discreet. You get a free online evaluation, ongoing care for erectile dysfunction, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. It ships to you free with two-day shipping. It's straightforward, convenient, discreet. GetRoman.com slash talk and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving your home. Complete an online visit today with connect to connect with a U.S. licensed healthcare professional. GetRoman.com slash talking today. Yes? I think if we did like an athlete greens mm-hmm. with a Roman, mm. you're like... Mm. That's Wired. it, baby. I'd pay for a seat for that Ooh. on SeatGeek. And watch the Trevor Plouffe prediction show later. I like it. Gross. I mean, I'm in on all of that. I did just see that uh, Fernando Tatis and Cody Bellinger are going to be advertising the Dairy Queen Blizzard this year as the official treat of the MLB. So Huge. Fernando's huge. I know this is a monthly Jakey rant, but... Like, he makes Cody Bellinger look small. I watched Cody last night. Can we talk about that a little bit? Can we get into some ball? Tell me. Or are we going into the trade? Let's talk about the trade. Uh, the, trade. the Rays okay. traded Austin Meadows meds to the Tigers, where his brother is. Yeah. Uh, this is a little bit like the Adamas trade. Because they're trying, more so they're trying to make room for their prospect. Um, what's his, I'm blanking out his name. Low, another Yeah, low. the low, the low kid. Josh Low, yeah. is it? Uh, they need a room for him. Meadows makes $4 million. I, I don't think it's truly a salary dump. Although it's always part of it there with them. But it's a decent sized trade. Like Meadows, good. And it just gets treated like, eh, like it was a Joely relievers, well, backup catcher reliever swap, you know, because it's the Rays and that's just what they do. But they get, who'd they get in return for him? They got Isaac Paredes and a competitive balance round B selection. So I think it's going to be like in the 50s or something like that. Yeah, I never heard that term before. The B, like a B draft pick or something like that. Yeah. Jake, do you have thoughts it's after, on this one? It's after the first round in between. It's after, it's in between the first and second rounds. Paredes, he's a name I know. Um, infield guy. He was a top 100 prospect. Uh, like right on the border, 2019-2020. Uh, we'll see what Ray's voodoo magic they tap into him. Um, maybe some opportunity for Zach Short, our guy, compound. Um, I hate it. <laughs> in the words of my guy, Joe's McFly, I hate it. Um, I, I can't think rationally about the Rays anymore. Um, I like to, when we talk Yankees, Jim, when we do talk in Yanks, like I try to, I try to be, I, I, sometimes we say things that are Yankee fans. A lot of time I try to be rational and think of the Yankees in a scope and compare them to other teams and, and try to give an honest assessment. Other times I try to be a fan. The Rays, man, I just don't know. Uh, Austin Meadows is a really good baseball player. And I'm sure this Josh Lowe kid, you know, I, he probably is too. But he's also a rookie. 
And Austin Meadows, part of the reason I was drinking the Rays Kool-Aid last year was I really liked where their lineup got to. Because day in, day out, that lineup is there, and the Rays find a way to pitch. That's why I liked them. The formula worked again. They have Wander Franco, uh, the super prospect that they locked up. Kid's got a chance to be some sort of different type of special for the Rays. I mean, the kind of money they gave him shows that they expect him to be better than Longoria, Crawford, some some of the guys that have come out of that Rays factory. Um, it just drives me nuts. I mean, the, the, the second... Four through nine in their lineup, there's nothing that's a lock. Although I got on Mike Zanino's stat page last year, and God, he had a monster year. Mm-hmm. The Rays operate differently. I said it in their TPP. I can't tell. I think bias has got in because I don't truly believe this, but I think this is the year they get snake bitten. Uh, like, Tyler Glass now is supposed to be a part of this team. They traded Meadows. Like, those are two... Elite guys on both sides of the ball. Um, and the Rays are going to ray when they pitch, and I know that. But the division is so tough this year. I hate it for the Rays. I hate it for Rays fans. And Tigers, good for you. I, I think you got a good one. I think Austin Meadows can really hit. Um, and again, it kind of goes back to the AL Central. Like, the Tigers took another step. I wish the Guardians took another step with J-Ram. That would make that division a lot more fun. Um, Bring some balance to the... Uh uh, a lefty bat, a lefty home run hitter for the the Tigers. They got switch hitters and stuff, but some lefty pop. Mets has been good. His career numbers are good. I mean, I'm pro player, so obviously I'm. A, I don't like the Rays. I just think any Rays fan is just sucking up to the owners. Yeah, I don't know how to feel about this. I, I'm thinking about it from the Rays perspective. Tigers perspective, great. Great. Like you got Great. you got a guy Great. to come in and Great. Riley Green has hurt a little bit. So you kind of like maybe you're saying, look, we'll get off to a good start. I mean, you have control of him through what 2025 as well. So I think it's good for the Tigers. You got a good ball player. There's no doubt about it. The Rays, what they're thinking is he's what? This is his first year. He's making our money. He's making like four million bucks. They say we got a guy that's making whatever the minimum is now, seven hundred thousand who we think if we, you know, give him some time, can replicate those numbers. Uh, Meadows has never been like an OBP guy. He had one 2019. I think he had like a much higher OBP than he's ever had in his career, kind of boistering some of his numbers, bolstering some of his numbers, career numbers. Uh, So I think they are looking at it as maybe this is the opportune time to go and get something there, especially since we have someone that can come up and and do it. Defensively, Meadows isn't going to, winning the awards, you know, I think he was going to be, was he going to be DHing a lot in Tampa Bay? I think like a chunk. They they love their special defensive outfielders too. So I think him and Randy. The only thing with the Tigers is he's not going to be DHing. So, you know, we're going to have to see how good he does out there. It's a difficult outfield to play. Uh, specifically right field. It's really tough. He's not going to play center field, obviously. So maybe they maybe they swap and do something. I, I, I kind of like it for both sides. It fits what the Rays do. The Rays are raising, and then the, the Tigers are getting a, a player that can really, you know, impact their season this year and for the next two years. So I like, I like the trade for everybody. Meadows, the 2019, jumps out as a little bit of an outlier, although, you know, last year, 27 home runs, uh, two-war season. Um, last year, he couldn't hit lefties. Uh, in his 29 breakout year, he hit lefties a little less than righties, like 100 points down on the OPS. Last year against righties, 
251, 336, and 871 OPS against righties. You're going to see a lot of those. Uh, against lefties last year, he had a 563 OPS. So how many how many at bats did they give him? A lot. 189. So like he they didn't instill him with confidence. He, he was out exactly. They anti-raised him. So wow. Uh, it'll be interesting to see because in 2019 he did hit lefties. He had an 800 OPS. So was it a hole in his swing for a year? Did something funky happen? Or I mean, does he start leaning more of the way of platoon? But either way, you get the good side of the platoon. Uh, I mean, you're gonna see. 120, 130 games of right-handed starting pitching, and Austin Meadows is going to be like a high eights, uh, sneaking near nines OPS guy, which there's not a ton of those in the league. So, um, yeah, man, I uh, the Rays have me irrational. Ooh, don't count the Rays out. I can't, can't believe you, man. I'm not. I'm not. But Wander, the other Franco. three teams should be better. Be loud. Yeah. The best to ever do it. Randy yeah. Rosarena. Quite literally. I have the Rays winning. Did we take the over? I believe I did, yes. I took Isn't the, the over something ridiculous? It's like like 85? Eight, yeah, it was low. It was low. Like Nate and Josh. Mm. You want to talk belly? You want to talk ball? We got a couple minutes left. Um, Just real quick. I watched the Dodger Angel game last night. There's a few observations that I have. One, the Dodgers, we didn't give enough credit to Bobby Miller, who was their prospect that I know we talked about him on the TPP, but I had no idea who he was. I never seen him pitch. You just, you know, read fan graphs and, you know, whatever. The guy on the mound is electric. Did you get a chance to check him out? I just know he's your guy. I, I saw your tweets last night. I was happy for you. I'm happy you put foolish in his place quickly. After did, you I'm, tweeted about him, I, I am went the Bobby Miller Twitter guy now. After you tweeted about him, I went and watched. Um, he's kind of like Walker Bueller's younger brother who like is just overconfident cause he grew up around Walker and Walker's kind of got the, the quiet pissed off moxie and Bobby Miller's got like the more, cause he knew Walker would mm. protect him in fights. So he was a little more loud and in your face about it. I think they're both Kentucky guys. Yeah. Uh, so, he went to Louisville. He, he pitched with Mackenzie Gore. Yeah. Mm. at louisville and i've been to louisville and you can make some tough motherfuckers at louisville Ooh. tell you that right now uh he was dropping f-bombs he was he ab there was one at bat and if you're gonna watch one at bat of this guy it's not the shohei otani strikeout to to start the game off it's what he did to joe adele his first at bat he abused him with heaters it was it was like I felt bad. Like Adele was so behind these balls and they looked so heavy on his hands that it just, he had no chance. Now, Bobby does have more pitches. I think his secondary stuff, obviously, it needs some work. It needs some refining, but this guy's going to be a stud. And then Dustin May is going to come back. And like the Dodgers just aren't going to stop, man. They're just not going to stop because you, what other organization has a starter blowing a hunge out there with that kind of moxie? that just comes up and just looks like he's ready to go already. Like that doesn't happen in, in many organizations. Everyone's scrambling to find fifth starters. The Dodgers are like, we got a guy waiting in the wings. It would be your number two. Like it's crazy. So go Dodgers. He'll be up at some point this year, throwing meaningful innings. And I just want everyone to know that I'm on him first. Mm. Uh, Belly. I don't know his spring numbers. I think they're pretty bad. I will say this. He was missing. He got two heaters from somebody. I forget who was pitching. They were like down and in. 
where lefties need to freaking hit homers. And he missed them. But his barrel was there. Like he was getting his barrel to the ball, his his approach. He's really tightened everything up because I think he's really trying to see the ball like as long as he can right now. It's going to come. If he continues to do that and like get his barrel to the ball, the timing is still a little behind right now, but that'll come. If he continues to approach his at-bats like he is now, we're not going to see 2000, was it 19? When he won the world, uh, the MVP. Nineteen. We're not yeah. going to see that guy again necessarily, but like this guy can be like an eight fifty OPS guy like that. So the spring stats almost tell the storyline of a guy who's trying to swing his way out of a a slump or just swing repeatedly until he gets his swing where he wants it. Struck I mean, out a lot, didn't he? He walked once. <laughs> Uh, struck out 18 times, got five hits, none of them extra base hits. Like that, they're glaring. But spring training could could have been. It, it is spring training, and I, again, like I, the the swings that I saw last night look very controlled. Like he's he's trying to hone it in a lot. Uh, a lot of excess movement has been has been taking out. So when guys get to that point, which I'm sure, like in spring, he was hoping to come back and and have some success you don't you panic a little bit and then you're like okay what can i do to get back just to put the barrel on the ball once he finds that and he and i want to say this he got a knock like a bloop single knock and it was a good like two strike like kind of jam shot the ball got deep on him those are the kind of hits that get you going like when you let a ball travel and you get jammed but you still get a knock it makes you it it makes you your brain able to like say, okay, I can like wait back. And if I do get beat, I can still muscle the ball out there. So I, this is a, this is a positive Bellinger rant. Okay. I think, I think, I think it's coming for him. So the Dodgers are just going to be scary. Basically. Scary Dodgers. I think that's Dodgers angels world series. It's on. We just saw a preview. It's going to be fantastic. All right. Hey, we'll be back later tonight for Trevor's prediction of who's going to win the World Series. It's going to be, I mean, it's a doozy. I don't want to know, Trev. I want to be genuinely surprised. I knew you had a lean way back when we were in Arizona, but I think that's been scratched by some of the moves that have happened, but maybe I'm wrong. There's been a lot of action. I'll find out tonight. YouTube, this channel, Talking Baseball Tonight, we will be doing a quick live prediction ceremony for Trevor Plouffe. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. Jake, any last words? See you guys later. Excited. Are Padres sad? They no, they after to, uh, Jose Ramirez. They didn't get him. They got the Dairy Queen. <laughs> <laughs>